Hello, everyone. Welcome to Face Off with Tristan and Callie. So this week is a fun week. We're going to be spicing it up a little bit, going into some Latin music. Um, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll introduce the okay, artist in a myself. minute. <laughs> that was a really good tongue roll. I can't even roll my R's at all. So the pronunciation <laughs> in this episode is going to be difficult. Um, but last week we, what were the artists last week? Hold up. Wait, you won. Yeah, I won, but I don't remember who it was. Wait, (laughs) (laughs) hold on. Let me look at my Instagram. So, okay. Who did we do Just to explain what face off is. In this show, we take two artists of any similarity, um, genre, any any type of similarity, and we debate on who is better. So we provide four arguments each, and then and then for each argument, we will play a fifteen second clip of the song or whatever we're talking about, and and then at the end, the the listeners get to vote. And on our poll on Instagram and Twitter, and they get to decide who wins. So last week's two artists were Foster the People and Tame Impala. And Tame Impala came through with a sweeping win, which I'm really not surprised about. Yeah. Um, Tristan, you wanna you wanna so, explain further? Um I th- I just thought a funny coincidence that I texted Kelly about after the show. I think it was the next day where there's a new fo- or yeah, Foster the People song that came out and the the radio artist or the radio host literally said like yeah, this Foster the People song is like, you know, it's kind of like shoegazy like Tame Impala sound and that's like what a weird coincidence, because I had described Tame Impala as shoegazy, and we literally just debated those two artists. And like, It was it literally was, the same word, same yeah, adjective so that you use. That's so that's such a coincidence. And probably, you know, I'm not hurt that Tame Impala won. I think it was a fair win. But I think people need to recognize that Foster the People is really good, too. So <laughs> that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> One doesn't take away from the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So this week, we have two artists that... One, I don't know about because Tristan's doing, and I've never really heard her music. But for me, I'm doing Becky G. And Tristan is doing Rosalia. Yeah. And these are two... Well, I don't want to say... Latina artists because Rosalisa Rosalia is from Spain, but they are in the Latin category of music. Yeah. And um, Becky G is has been around for a while, and Rosalia is like pretty new to the game, but she is killing new-ish. it. Well, yeah, yeah new ish, but but like she she blew up she, very recently. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So um, we. We'll be doing those two artists, and we're very excited about it. Yeah. So Rosalia is from Spain. Um, 
there actually has been a little bit of controversy around her music because uh, a lot of her music is mostly like a fusion with flamenco, which is a traditional Andalusian style of music, which is um, not where she is from. She is from Catalonia in Spain. So she and our first song is Catalina. Uh, so, you know, some people from Andalusia have um, cited her music as being cultural appropriation. But um, there are some interesting articles by people in Spain who understand the music that you can read if you're interested in that. And I'm not going to try and say whether or not it is cultural appropriation. Uh, yeah. But... I can say that she has spent many years studying flamenco and listening to it. And so she went to school at 16 for music in Barcelona. And then she went to back to Catalonia to study with this guy. I can't remember his name. And it honestly was a hard name to pronounce. So I'm not even going to try to <laughs> say it, but <laughs> this is, this show basically is two white people butchering <laughs> right. the entire show, <laughs> but we're, we're going to try and give them their respect. Um, oh, and, yeah. uh, so basically this teacher that she worked with, um, in her higher education sort of years, it doesn't exactly translate to college. Um, this teacher, taught flamenco music and he only teaches one student a year which is crazy Whoa, that's like that's some karate insane. kid level sensei yeah. stuff that's like <laughs> awesome so <laughs> so wow she really has a great understanding and if you listen to her music i i love her voice and a lot of her music is really unconventional because there isn't really structure to a lot of it more of her recent music has more structure but especially her flamenco-inspired stuff on her first album, uh, Los Angeles, is very hard to get into, and it's definitely um, unique. And I think on a first listen, it's I probably say that I don't think that I necessarily liked it. I did like a few songs, but there are definitely some standouts. And Catalina is the first. Uh, or like one of the lead singles on that album. There is one English language song that I really wanted um, to listen to. It's called I See a Darkness. And it's just such a beautiful song. And I didn't, I forgot about this song and that it's in English. And even in English, her singer songwriter skills are just so good. And her lyrics are just like amazing. She has such great control of her voice. And I love when great vocal singers do songs like sad songs where it sounds like their voice is faltering and like they're about to start crying, Ooh, you know, yeah. and that song just like does that so well. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to start you off with my first song, Catalina. Que te fianzo, ya la memoria me trae. 
I really like about that song is that it seems so layered, even though it's an acoustic song. Like yeah, it seems there's, like it's just there's, her voice and the guitar. Yeah, and it's so minimalist, but yet it seems like it's finished, and it doesn't seem like it's an acoustic song. You know, like you like Justin Bieber's acoustic versions of the song. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really enjoy her voice from the songs you sent me. I was blown away. So, okay, let me get into Becky G because she is just as amazing in different ways. So (laughs) (laughs) Becky G is from Inglewood, California. She is Mexican-American. Her Four of her grandparents are from Mexico. Four. Of course, she only has four grandparents. What am I saying? Um, <laughs> but her parents and most of her family were born in the U.S., so she kind of has this um, these two cultures that she didn't for a while know how to fit them together. So she definitely relates to, to Mexican culture as well as American culture and music especially. And she had, you know, trouble fitting those together at times. And so when she started her career, it, she has a very interesting career trajectory, which I, I was really interest, intrigued to read about. She started at age 14 and she got discovered by the producer Jay Luke who he is a great producer but he was also involved in the Kesha sexual assault thing that was that she's under that record label that Kesha is under so she started out singing English songs and pop songs because when she was first discovered they they brought her under their wing and and wanted to make her into a pop star and so she was 16 years old when the song shower came out now this wasn't her first song she has a couple songs before this um that sound you know pretty poppy and 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 they are english songs but this is the one that took her into the mainstream and what I think is interesting about this song is she said in an interview that she felt not connected to the song, that it was it was bigger than her. It, it blew up for the song itself and not because she was singing it. And she felt that she had nothing to do with how good the song was because she she had nothing to do with the writing. She didn't write the song. It was written in a songwriting camp and she only she didn't have any say in the production. She was only 14 years old when this song was getting produced. And at the same time, she was getting all of these opportunities being in the English mainstream music industry. So she was getting features on Will I Am songs for Hotel Transylvania, all these promotional things, as well as she was a an opener for for many artists like Katy Perry, Demi Lovato, uh, J Balvin, Fifth Harmony, many, mostly for their Latin American tour legs, which was interesting because she felt like she was in this English music industry 
where she didn't even want to be, yet she was opening for the the Latin American legs of mm-hmm. English tours, English music tours. So, so this song, um, after she made this song, she felt lonely in in the English music business, and she couldn't trust people, and and she couldn't make real relationships. But this song brought her to where she is now, and she does credit that. So I'm going to go ahead and play Shower. I love this song. It's a bop. I don't know, it's just something about you. Got me feeling like I can't be without you. Anytime someone mention your name, I'll be feeling as if I'm around you. Ain't no words to describe you, baby. All I know is that you take me high. Drive me crazy, cause I can't get you out my mind. Think of you when I'm going to bed. When I wake up, think of you again. You are my homie, lover, and friend. Exactly why you light me up inside like a fourth of July. Whenever you're around, I always seem to smile. And people ask me how. Well, you're the reason why I'm dancing in the mirror and singing in the shower. Yeah, that's a good song. Um, I just listened to it an hour before the show, and uh, all of your songs are are bops. Hey, um, thank I you. I think the, the at this time she's early in her career, and you know, like you said, she doesn't she didn't have a say in the production, so it's very simplistic. But compared to like where she will end up being with like the quality of her music, I think it makes sense. Um, so yeah, and. She's only 14 when she right. was making that song. Which is insane. So. That's insane. And so, I mean, she's only 20 now, which is pretty crazy. So, my next song is going to be from Rosalia's uh, 2018 album, El Mal Querer. Don't know oh, if that's correct. <laughs> um, it's, it's spelled E-L-M-A-L-Q-U-E-R-E-R. So, this is really the album that blew her up and got her international recognition. Um, And so to date, she has received five Latin Grammy Awards and a Grammy Award for uh, best Latin, uh, Latin rock, urban, or alternative album. Um, And she was also nominated for best new artist for Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was the first... Which is amazing. She was the first um, all-Spanish... Uh, artist to be nominated for best new artist, uh, really? which is really wow. cool. Yeah, and I was I was really happy when I saw that that she uh, got that nomination. So this album came out with the single Malamente, which is going to be my first song, and this song is like a pop flamenco song, and the whole album brings in a lot more contemporary sounds and different like orchestral. Um, pieces and just like a whole bunch of wacky weird sounds that you wouldn't expect to go with um, flamenco and it's not necessarily pop 
this song is a pop flamenco song, but the whole album is still a bit, um, uh, what's the word? Like hard to listen to at first. So this album is pretty difficult to get into for a lot of the songs, but I think once you can kind of accept that her music is intended for artistic purposes and like creating new sounds and interesting soundscapes and like also understanding that I can't understand what she's saying, but you know, I've read enough reviews that tell me that the song, her songwriting ability is really, really good. And honestly, just by, you know, going off of the intonation of how she sings and how she's using the, like the phonetics of her singing, it does make sense. And it, it doesn't sound shallow. At least the music isn't shallow. And it's really interesting to listen to and think about how she's pushing the boundary of music. And it makes me really excited for whatever her next album is going to be. Um, but I love Malamente because it still has those flamenco aspects like the clapping and the, the acoustic guitar. But then it has these really cool atmospheric changes. And the the chorus of the song is just like so addictive and like mysterious. And I love the music video that goes with it. And it's just like super cool. And it like it's it's very eerie in a way. So yeah, this is Malamente. glass detail when i heard that i was like whoo <laughs> what broke <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> okay so what am i talking about i don't know <laughs> um the next song i'm gonna play by becky g is called scene pinyama and this literally means without pajamas so <laughs> Yeah, so so this song, as you can probably tell from the title, is pretty racy. Some, you know, it's it's about some people without pajamas. And Becky G made this song in 2018 as a single with Nadi Natasha, who is also a Latina artist, but she is Dominican. And this song is also on her new recent album called Mala Santa, but it, it, it was a single previously in 2018. So what I want to talk about with this song is thematically, 
Latina artists in especially um, struggle with the landscape of the music business, particularly because it's it's controlled by men a lot. Um, if you can tell with with many Latin Latinx music, um, J Balvin, Maluma, Bad Bunny, you know those artists tend to blow up a lot more than than female artists and you don't you might not know about Me Becky G you might not know about Rosalia or Nadi Natasha or Carol G or um you know any of these these female Latinx artists besides Shakira and Jennifer Lopez like <laughs> like those are the only two that have broken that that foothold on on the industry a lot because they do feature men in in their songs. J Lo has she has done a lot of stuff with Pitbull. Let me tell you, like a lot. And so it's with it being this hard for women to even you know be become established in the Latinx uh, music industry she found it even harder to come from being an English artist to then switch over to a Spanish artist because, or excuse me, Latinx artist. So she, when she, you know, had enough of English pop music, she was done with the whole American scene. She really wanted to get to, to music that she could relate to. And and she wanted to switch over and relaunch her career, basically. But she found it to be a lot harder to promote herself, to get deals and contracts with different, you know, uh, you know, uh, advertising agencies and whatnot. And she found it a lot easier while she was in the English pop industry to get all of those features. Like she had so many. Like I said, she has a lot of a lot of singles out, and especially early on in, in her career, that's basically she was featured on so many things because the the English music industry provided her with those things. But so, and one thing I want to talk about too is that f for women who who talk about these types of subjects, like being without pajamas in their songs, they they get judged a lot. Um, especially in the Latinx community. And so she has taken on, like, for example, in this song, she wanted Carol G to feature in it, but Carol G like denied it and said, no, I don't want to sing this song because of the subject matter. So she kept going. She got Naughty Natasha to get in there and, and do it. So this is one thing I love about this song is, is that it kind of pushes those boundaries in a way. It's also very reggaeton, reggaeton, reggaeton. Re I never reggaeton. know how to say it. Reggaeton. I think it's, yeah. Yeah. And it, it has a really good syncopated beat. It's just a bop. Um, so this is Sin Piñama without pajamas. Solo solito en la habitación. Busca que busca de mi
So that that's the kind of song like reggaeton that I used to not like, and it definitely has grown on me. And I'm kind of like, I wouldn't say obsessed, but I'm like really into the uh, like the upbeat of the reggaeton with uh, mm-hmm. with the steel drums and like mm-hmm. just the whole vibe of the instrumentals is really cool. Um, so. I can get behind that. I can get behind it. And my next song is going to be Millenaria. Um, and This uh, was my favorite song out of all of them. I, I, I was hoping that you'd like it because it's out of the, all of the pop singles that Rosalia has released since her sophomore album. Um, this is probably my favorite. So she went kind of a, on a long stint of making pop and reggaeton songs. Notably, the reggaeton songs that she makes are with reggaeton artists. Um, so, uh, you know, I've heard a couple people say that she's culturally appropriating uh, Latin America, but I don't think that really holds up because, you know, she's making it with those artists. And Dude, they, <laughs> they say she's culturally appropriating I everyone. <laughs> it's like at a certain point, it's like, all right, come on. Um but she made probably her most popular song. Oops, my bad. Is her probably her most popular song is Con Altura with J Balvin, and notably this music video um, in 2019 was the music video with the most views for any uh, female artist, which is really interesting. And it surpassed. I think the next. Uh, female artist was Ariana Grande with Seven Rings. Wow. So this this video has 1.4 billion views on YouTube. And I was debating playing this song, um, but I personally enjoy uh, Millenaria more. Um, and it's just a bop. It's just a pop bop, you know. And I'm really glad that she did, you know, in 2019, she kind of went into pop and, like, played around with different styles and music um, because I think she's just like super versatile as an artist. So yeah, here's Millenaria. so good yeah i I also want to say that i love how on the chorus uh whenever she like there's the sampled voice and then she comes in on top of it and like kind of harmonizes with it it sounds so good that song like i will literally listen to that song after this show like it's so good enjoy it i i don't honestly from that one song i don't even mind if she wins this week like (laughs) (laughs) she can have it because that song is Amazing. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> a 
Okay, back to Becky G because she's also a queen. So Becky G has many talents. She can sing. She can write. She can rap, which I think is awesome. So she she got more into rap in the past two years as she's revamped herself. And this song that I'm going to play is called Dollar. And it's a 2019 single from her album Mala Santa, which is what I want to say is a kind of career changing album. It's honestly, I think her first full album, but uh, it, it, it provided a clear idea of, you know, where she wanted to go with her music. And you can really tell what her style is from this album and how much she's gotten over the whole music industry mess that, that she had to deal with. So she started rapping, writing songs, playing guitar on YouTube when she was like 11. She had this dream since she was 11. She said in an interview that (laughs) at nine years old, she had a midlife crisis (laughs) because (laughs) she figured out that she wanted to be a musician. And she does come from a family that, you know, not always had it made. Her family did live in some humble situations and so she's she from the her being very young she really wanted to make it and she did everything possible so she started rapping very young and her music at first didn't allow her to rap being in pop but now she raps a lot and she's really good at it and it's kind of I feel like she feels like this is her place now um so this song Dollar is I I love it cuz and it also goes with the vibe of the previous song, the last we song. Were playing yeah. <laughs> because it's all about money. So the main line in the song is if I had a dollar every time that you tell me you love me, I would be rich. Kind of saying like just shell out the money now, like more money, <laughs> let's talk. And it's featuring who is it featuring? Featuring Mike, hold up, Mike Towers. I don't know who that is, but this is, what? Hold on. Never mind. Different person. Mike Towers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I know. Okay. Got it. Yeah, Mike Towers, I have no clue who this dude is, but Dollar is a bop, so I'm going to play it. Si tuviera un dólar cada mes, que tú me dices que me amas, estaría tomándote con la reina Isabel. No pago mi renta con palabras, no vale nada. Tú tienes fama de pica flor, pero conmigo eso no sirve, mi amor. Tengo entrenado el corazón y tus promesas no me llaman la atención. Me dicen lo mismo a las que se te atraviesan. Árbol que nace doblado nunca se endereza. No puedes tenerme, no soy una de esas y eso a ti te jode la cabeza. Si tuviera un dólar cada vez. Si tuviera un dólar cada vez, 
That's dollar. Um. So, yeah, I've always never been too interested in the Spanish language, but after getting into a lot more Spanish music over the past couple of years, um, I've like not fallen in love with it, but it's like much more enjoyable for me to like listen to. And it's, I love just like the softness of it, of how they pronounce consonants and like Mm -hmm. how they kind of roll different sounds is super interesting. Um, and it I think it's so much pretty. more poetic than English. Yeah. Yeah. English is dumb. Yeah. Y'all, we need to do better. <laughs> English is so dumb, dude. <laughs> yeah, we, we gotta. <laughs> like, so what are we doing? My next. <laughs> so my next song, my final song, uh, released this year called Dolerme. And, uh, or I don't, I don't know if the L is silent, but. Um, this song kind of returns to more of her fusion. So in, in late 2019 and 2020, she released Apale, Huroke, and Dolerme. And these songs kind of bring back that flamenco style. And most recently, like literally in the past week or two, uh, actually, yeah, last Thursday, she released, um, TKN with Travis Scott. And so this is her second feature with Travis Scott. She was on the Highest in the Room remix with him. Oh, uh, wow. And then, and then she also has made songs with James Blake on his album. And her feature on his album is really good. Um, and you, you know what's interesting is I've always been a fan of James Blake, and she cites James Blake as a huge inspiration. Um, James Blake, if you don't know, is a sort of contemporary... R&B artist who also kind of fuses in a lot a lot less structure and a lot more um, atmospheric and more recently more like trap sounds and she or and he brings in a lot of uh, rap artists like Travis Scott to feature on his album. I highly recommend listening to his music. Um, but um, yeah, of all the people that I would expect to collaborate is. Travis Scott, Rosalia, and James Blake. Such a weird, weird combinations there. But I'm so glad that it happened and that she's kind of breaking into the American music industry. And she performed this year in uh, at the Grammys, or maybe it was last year. I think it was this year. Uh, the first, I believe she was the first female Latin artist to or um, Spanish artist to perform at the Grammys, which is really cool. Um, and this song is really really cool because it does have acoustic guitar as kind of the main line that goes through the whole song but then to create kind of like an atmospheric um sound she uses this really cool electric guitar that's been kind of modified so it it almost doesn't sound like a guitar but it creates this really cool um background energy to the song and then i also love how in the verses she uses her her unmodulated voice but then in the chorus she uses a really it's good, auto-tuned um, yeah she re- uses really it's good awesome auto-tune. and i'm really yeah i'm really hoping that on whatever her third album is that she kind of continues with this approach uh of just like creating new sounds and combining old with new it's like super cool 
So this yeah, is yeah. When I heard that, I was like, "This is dope. Great ideas yeah. here." Okay, I'll play it. her album cover i think so it's like a, a persian cat is that what it's called yeah yeah it looks it's just with so no, interesting no yeah it's one of those the furless cats I, okay. I wish i knew what the song was about um i should probably look up a translation because it she made it it's about quarantine i think because i read that she made it to help people get through quarantine. And, oh. and now that I look at the album cover, it's like she's obviously just chilling with a cat in her phone and it's like got this really sad vibe to it. She made this you song know? so fast and like it's that good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Okay. So the next song I'm going to play, the, the last song by Becky G, is called Mayores. And... This song, nice. I have no clue what Mayotis means. Somebody please help me. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> this song, I want to say, is her breakthrough as the artist that she really is. This song allowed her to gain the popularity and the clout of her her brand and like what, what she's all about. So it reached... Number one hit on the Billboard Latin charts for a while. It's featuring. Hold up. He's like really famous. And why did I forget his name? Bad Bunny. It's featuring Bad Bunny. I was like, it's Bad either J Balvin or Bad Bunny. And I'm going to push yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's Bad Bunny. And this song I really like. I, I definitely know why it's popular. It just has that like pop uh thing to it it's not when i first listened to it i was like okay like i don't know why this song is so popular but then as i kept listening to it i was like all right it makes sense so i'm not really going to go into the song because it seems like it's been done before but it's also really good but i want to say a quick couple of fun facts that i thought were interesting about becky g so <laughs> So she was one of the Power Rangers 
named Trini. I've never seen the Power Rangers, but apparently <laughs> in, in, in the new movie, movie, the live action movie. I think so. This so Trini's character was queer. And this makes Becky G the first superhero within the LGBTQ community. So I think that's really awesome. Wow. She also yeah, guest starred. It's the new, the new one. <laughs> and apparently the movie wasn't good and it flopped, but still a breakthrough for, yeah, for I- the queer community. Um, she also guest starred on Empire. She remixed My Type which I listen to and I I don't know how I feel about it. I might have to listen to it again. She also did a song with the country artist Kane Brown. <laughs> and in this song, it's so funny. He like starts singing Spanish. I don't know if he knows Spanish and I don't want to like assume that he doesn't cuz he couldn't very well be fluent in Spanish. But he was singing yeah. this chorus in Spanish as a country star. It just felt yeah. so like it, it was like this clash of of genres. Also, yeah. she Travis Scott dated... also sings Spanish. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. On um, on TKN. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to have to listen to it. Uh Becky G also briefly dated Austin Mahone, if you remember who who he is. And then the last fact I'm going to say is she came out with a song called We Are Mexico after Donald Trump attacked, basically attacked Mexicans for just being Mexicans and, you know, like his racist self does. Um, So she came out with this song in solidarity with the Latinx community, which I think is really awesome. And everyone should listen to it. It's, it's very short. It's in English too, um, and it's really good. I sh- I should have featured it on this show, but I was like, it's not on Spotify. So, okay, this is oh. Mayores. So that song definitely has some some reggaeton, some some trap in there, which I I really enjoy. It's just an overall great song to to like drive to and and yeah, just kind of not like full out dance, but just you know do a little jig to it. So <laughs> so 
<laughs> that's the 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 show. <laughs> so you can uh, at the time of this show's release, you can follow us at Base Off Chicago on social media, or follow us on Instagram at Tristan Wilbers or at Callie Raff, and we will have the polls up there for you to vote on who you think deserves to win. Yeah, please vote. Please get excited about the artists. And if you have any ideas for artists you want us to to listen to and debate, please let us know. Also, thank you for listening. If you're listening, we really appreciate it. Um, make sure to rate us on iTunes if you listen on Apple Podcasts or whatever. And we'll see you next week.